Hello, this is Writer's Retreat for November 21st, 2020. I am
It was a very small staircase, so it doesn't have to be a lot of steps. Um, no. Anyway, Mary, I'm so I'm thankful you're okay because I need yeah. you to be okay. So, okay, Abby. Okay, I'm Abby Taylor in Sheridan, Wyoming, and during this uncertainty, I am thankful that I have not contracted the COVID-19 virus. And even though I will be spending my first Thanksgiving ever at home alone with frozen turkey, mashed potatoes, and green beans from Schwann, stovetop stuffing, and canned cranberry sauce, at least it's better than dying alone in a hospital of COVID-19. Amen to that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Well, I think, you know, at some point, we're going to take a little break here and talk about what everybody's doing on Thanksgiving, because that's kind of interesting, too. Um, that, sounds, that sounds like pretty good food to me. Yeah. So. Well, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, 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 it is good. It will be good. Mm. It will be good. Yeah. I mean, I could have yeah. gone to my brother's in Florida for Thanksgiving. He did invite me, but I just don't want to pick it up on the airplane uh, and spread yeah. there. And yeah. I did have a friend here in town invite me, but she said her sister might not be wearing a mask. And I'm thinking, uh-uh, I don't know. Uh, yeah. So it's yeah. just better safe than sorry, frankly. Yep. So Absolutely. it's not like I haven't had invitations. I just don't want to take it up unless I know it's going to be perfectly safe. Yep. So. Smart. Okay. Marsha McKay. Yeah, Marsha Mackey, by the way. I know the uh, eloquence oh, makes a well, makes a, makes a mess out Lame. of my head. That's yeah, all. that's that's the problem with screen readers. Anyway, not your fault, Deborah. <laughs> no, it's uh, Marsha Mackey, and I'm from San Francisco, and I am very thankful for the university uh, that accepted me. And I'm about ready to begin my third course uh, for my MFA in creative writing. And I'm thankful for the very wonderful support the professors have given me as far as accessibility and all the rest of that stuff. And so that's that's that so big. cool. And, and you're working on an MFA, right, Marcia? Yes. Uh-huh. Yes. That's so awesome. That's so awesome. Congratulations. That's very cool. Um, okay. Who did I make? So 503, is that perchance Deanna? No, it might be Darian. This is Darian. Can you hear me? Can you hear me? Darian? Welcome. Yes. So introduce yourself, please. I am Darian. I'm from... Gresham, Oregon, which is outside of Portland, east side Portland, and I am going to be lurking as well. I'm not sharing anything tonight, but I've been trying to turn my writing back into a practice, and um, I have joined another group, a meetup in the Portland area, um, for children's authors and illustrators, because I have all story I wrote a long time ago that I'm trying to publish and um, so I'm just here to listen tonight because I live with family and dinner is going to be soon so I'm going to mute myself and just enjoy what I hear and learn a little bit more about what y'all do and you're Gresham you said that's where um, yeah it's yeah, pretty close. Boring. 
is really close to us, right? And in Portland, you know, I might as well say Portland because it's just a suburb of Portland. So. And everything's okay there? I mean, I've been there a number of times and I've been really worried about you guys. You've had a lot of bad stuff going on. Well, I'm not affected because I stay away from it. The protests and everything, um, the marches and everything, I don't go down there and I don't have a need to go down there right now because so many of us are working from home. And um, I do have an office um, in southeast portland and the police precinct near near there was boarded up about a month ago when i was returning home and it you know so it is kind of getting closer to home but um i try to mind my own business and do what i can to help in my own way um i'm a therapist so i get enough of it on my job and i just can't do it 24 7 and i heard you guys talking about um not wanting to pay attention anymore i feel that way i'm ready to move on (laughs) you know with life with covid this president's refusal to concede you know all of that is just um, but we're not here to talk about politics, right? No, so thank you for not. letting we're me not. let. Thank you for letting me share. I'm gonna mute well, myself. Thank you and, and welcome, and I look forward to hearing some of your writing. But you know, thank you. Um, I learned another group that I'm in, um, that is led by a guy who was a creative writing professor at Penn State for many decades. And he says all the time, and I love this, writers need readers. So we don't need to be just a writer's group. We can be a writer's and readers group. Because without readers, why do we write? So we all need that feedback. So if you're here as a reader tonight, welcome. And if you're going to share some writing in the future, even better. So... Um, okay, so three of you have let me know that you had something to share, and that doesn't mean you're the only ones who can, but I want to take those items in the order that I heard from you. And the first one was Mary, who was ready way before I was ready because I messed up. And anyway, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, last week, so, That's right, last week, so, um, Deborah, yeah. is it so Mary Island? Yeah, you know what? I can hardly hear you, Deborah. Is there any way you can increase your volume? Oh, um, does everybody concur? Am I hard to hear? No, I, I'm not using a microphone. No, I can hear you fine. No, I hear you fine. Okay, okay it's me. <laughs> okay, I'm using the my laptop, and I'm using my laptop's built-in mic, and I have an external mic, but I haven't plugged it in yet. I don't know how to do it. So you sound, you sound fine. Yeah. You s- okay. 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 It's, it's just me. Okay. So, Mary, are you are you ready and willing to read your piece? I I I am. I'm going to give you a brief introduction. Um, this is a little essay that I submitted to an online magazine called Next Avenue. 
And I was thrilled that they accepted it. They said they had hundreds of submissions and I was one of 12 that got in. And, and the idea was that they wanted people to write um, about how they prepared themselves or how they were prepared for the pandemic. Um, and I guess this is a, a magazine for people over 50. So they wanted you to, t- to talk about, you know, what happened in your life before um, the pandemic came along. It was kind of vague, but I went with this. And I and I called it. Can you hear me? Okay, because I have my. Oh you, yeah, you're coming okay. through just fine. And, okay. and let me just say before you launch, congratulations, because there's I know. Thank you. There's a real thrill when your work is. It is a real thrill because I haven't yeah. sold anything for a very very long time. Okay, it's called Toasting the End. Listening to the gurgle of half a bottle of margarita mix as I poured it down the drain might have caused extreme remorse for those who love a cocktail before dinner, but for me, it meant a wave of sadness, not because of a waste of a perfectly good adult beverage, but it was the realization that my plans for having it on hand for unexpected company were just a pipe dream. There would be no company, unexpected or not. From the moment I heard the COVID-19 had invited had invaded the world, I made the decision to keep myself, my friends, and my family as safe as possible. If that meant self-isolation, then that's the way life would be for the duration. Although I am totally blind, I don't mind living alone. As an only child, I spent many hours entertaining myself alone. I had friends in the neighborhood and at school, but if they were not available to play from time to time, I found plenty of ways to occupy myself until my working parents returned at night. As a preteen, I spent my share of hours on the phone and in front of the Mickey Mouse Club alone. As a teen, I studied dance with the fervor of a prima ballerina and would spend hours in our basement studio practicing for a dream career in dance alone. In college, I loved living in a dorm because it was like having sisters. And at the same time, I was grateful to have a single room. Being able to shut my door against the noise gave me not only peace, but also the privacy I needed. The clatter of my braille writer would not bother anybody, and I could use my tape recordings to help me study alone. 
Later, as a wife and mother of a daughter and a son, I felt fulfilled with my busy household life. But as each child left for independence and my husband and I dissolved our marriage, I found myself alone, but not unhappy. Then enter the pandemic. Self-imposed isolation came naturally. Previously, except for an occasional lunch out, doctor's appointments, meetings, and church, my days had been spent alone with only the company of my guide dog. Life as a single blind woman who lives alone prepared me well for social distancing. Now my days are filled with correspondence via email, listening to talking books, meetings via Zoom, and cleaning out closets. I am blessed to have a friend who takes us to a park once a week to hike through woods to break the monotony of solitude and just walking around the neighborhood, but with our keeping our wearing our masks and keeping our distance. Having a flesh and blood person rather than just a voice on a screen is a real treat. I pray that someday soon I'll buy another bottle of something something fun and we'll celebrate by ripping off our masks and enjoying it together and toasting the end. The end. Mary, did you put this on your blog? Um, yes, I did. Okay, because I thought I'd read that somewhere before. Yeah. That, that's a good piece. That's a good piece. Thank you. Yeah. Very good. So I, I missed um, why are you pouring the margarita stuff down the drain in the beginning, though? I don't get the reason. I miss. I didn't get that. Yeah, I, would have, I, I was going to say, I would have drunk the margarita stuff, even if you had to do it by yourself. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I, I think I got it. it. It was kind of that symbolism of, you know, things have changed, that they're not what they were, that it was kind of that scenario, if you will, that transition between then and what we were having now. I saw that as a kind of a transition. Okay. Well, let me, let me read that. It's just like four lines. Listening to the gurgle of a half a bottle of margarita mix as I poured it down the drain might've caused extreme remorse for those who love a cocktail before. But for me, it meant a wave of sadness not because of a waste of a perfectly good adult beverage. It was the realization that my plans for having it on hand for unexpected company were just a pipe dream. Yeah. There would be no com- company. Right. See, that, that's why I see, I see that as a transition between 
what you what you were going to have, and then when yes. the pandemic hit, yeah, exactly. Um, yeah. Uh, kind uh, of as that transitional thing is, holy crap, man! Now I'm not going to have all this company that, that I thought I was going to have because you know everybody's scared spitless to do anything because they might get the COVID. Right. You're absolutely right, Marcia. Thank you. I, I was making a joke, but it is probably good that you don't want to drink alone. So uh, I, I can understand. <laughs> I that. Yeah, so. I, you know what? Well, I, maybe I, you would, Alan. But I would. Yeah. Yes, I would. Yeah. <laughs> so send all your cases of wine to Alan. <laughs> yes, right. Yes, I'll yeah. make good use of them. So. Well, I, I don't like cases of wine, but my college roommates were here all week, and that was one of the things that came up is that we all said, you know, I kind of drink wine every day now. Yes. Now, let it be known, they have husbands and I don't. I live by myself. So maybe it's more of a concern for me than I drink. But but um anyway, so yeah. So note note that you know I, I zoomed right in on that margarita. <laughs> Why'd you pour it down the drain? Why didn't you drink it? Because if it's any if it's any consolation, you know, they always said take up something new <clears throat> during the virus. I started drinking. Um, yeah. I now have a glass of wine each night, and I really like it. And I, you know, I don't go to, but yeah. So here, so. here's to you, Sally. Like I'm toasting yeah. you. Yeah, you know, I'm yeah. I've read every, that. Um, you know, liquor sales have gone way up because of people have yeah. done that. Yeah, yeah, me included. <laughs> So you you post this on your blog, and when will the magazine come out? Um, it is supposed to. Um, this article will be published on December third. Which and magazine? Then, I missed. I missed the name and, of the magazine. And then they're going to do a podcast, and I have to read it. I have to record it, and that podcast. Oh, no will be aired on December 6th. And Ooh. as you can tell, nice. I do need more practice reading it out loud. <laughs> Which magazine? You did Mary? well. Yeah. Did well. Yeah. Yeah. Which magazine, Mary? Which magazine? Ne Next Avenue. Next Avenue. Interesting. Yeah, if you'd like, okay. I can send it to you. Next time I get a copy, I'll send it <clears throat> to okay. you. And yeah. Well, and there was like... One one word <coughs> um, that near the end you, you, you use the word solitude, and <coughs> that jump started in my brain. A um, one of my early sales when when I I, I back in the eighties I went and had a powwow with a, an editor of a magazine, and I said I'll write anything, I'll write anything. At the time, it was kind of ironic. I said, I'll write anything as long as you don't ask me to write about disability. Yeah. I don't even think we said disability. <laughs> I think handicap. Yeah, handicap. But anyway, so she gave me random assignments. And I don't remember if she thought of it or I did, but I wrote an article about solitude. And it was it was so much fun. And I hope if I can if I can find it, you're, I'm going to inflict you all with hearing it in the near future because... Um, because uh, I, I just I, re, I remember being really proud of it. It was, you know, it quoted from, you know, that there's that Wordsworth poem about solitude. Um, 
Well, of course I can't remember it because I have brain brain damage. But anyway, <laughs> brain damage brought about by aging. But um, anyway, <laughs> so I I just want to say that I like the piece and I love the word solitude because it's a word we don't it's, use very much. It's and it, meaningful. Well, it's, well, yeah. it's meaningful for you. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So, so thank you, Mary, and congratulations again. And um, I thank hope you. you'll send when when you get it when it comes out. Can you just send the link to all of us? Uh, if you teach me how to send the link, <laughs> I will. Okay, I, will. I can do. That. I can do that. Yeah. So okay, so Abby, you right. sent this poem that I really liked, and I hope you'll set it up by telling us about the challenge that you were okay. responding to. Uh, the challenge is that as a superhero, unless you are Superman with the x-ray vision, uh-oh, oh, of all the rotten luck, uh, I, I'm going to have to switch headsets here. I knew this would happen. I forgot to plug in my Bluetooth oh, earpiece. Your- my, so, yeah, so just give me one, just give, I'll try to set this up while I'm doing okay. this. Okay. Uh, just bear Man, with done me. That. You're among friends, it's okay. Um, switch it so, out. Yeah, I just have to, I just have to switch them out here. Uh, let's see, I'm going to turn this off. Okay. Okay. And, okay. Come on, baby. Okay, you better connect your... She's talking threateningly to her technology, it sounds like. There we are. I think somebody... I, I think somebody should develop a whole awards program and give all of us awards who have managed when this isn't really... I mean, I'm a tech writer, but I'm not a tech weenie. I mean... You know, and people, this stuff is hard for me. It's hard for all of us. And so I think there ought to be somebody who gives us all awards for making this stuff work. Yeah. <laughs> well, actually, this, this uh, can everybody hear me now? Yes. Yes. Okay, you perfect. Sound great. You sound great. Oh, okay. That's good. Yeah, this other headset, the, the sound quality of the microphone isn't as good. So I'm glad you can all hear me. Okay. Well, anyway, as I was started to say before I was rudely interrupted by my battery low alert, um, being a superhero, unless you have your Superman, you have x-ray vision, or you are the $6 million man, and you have the bionic eye, unless you can see what you're doing, you really can't be a superhero because you can't see bullets. Uh, you can't see what other, you know, somebody might be doing behind their back. Uh, so that is what's challenging about being a superhero. And that is what made me realize that there was no way I was going to be Wonder Woman, even if I could fly a plane and carry a lasso and, 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 uh, what do they say? Twirl a lasso, I guess is what they say. I don't know. I should know. I'm in Wyoming. I should know what the proper terminology is when using a lasso, but I don't. Anyway. All right. So here we go. Wonder Woman. A secretary by day, when fighting crime became necessary, she turned into a separate person who flew her own plane and carried a lasso that served as a lie detector. 
I wanted to be her until I realized that superheroes have better eyes. Yes. I love it. I love it. <laughs> I told you that email. I, yes, I know. I saw yeah. that. Thank you. You know, um, I am reading White Fragility, which I recommend to everyone. Mm. Yeah. But she says in White Fragility, she asks some questions like, when was the first time you had a teacher who had the same race as you? And of course, I read that and I substitute vision. When was the first time you had a teacher who had the same vision as you? Well, never. I never had a mm-hmm. blind teacher. I never had a blind role model. I never. And, and I think... I think those are important things for those of us who grew up or became blind fairly early in life to think about. And so I loved the way that you summarized that in that last line, Abby. You know, someone who had better eyes. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, that was a strong ending. So did you submit that to, um, is it Writer's Digest or Writer's Market? No, I haven't sent this anywhere. You're you're the first one to read. This is a poem I wrote years ago when I was doing, Mm -hmm. back in November of 2014, Mm -hmm. I was doing Robert Lee Brewer's Poem Day Challenge on his website, which is part of the Writer's Digest website. Right. Uh, I never, and I could have, and I, I don't know if I ever submitted that. I mean, I could have left, they had a comment field where people could have left their poems, but I don't know that I ever did. Uh, so yeah. And then I, I kind of put that folder of poems aside and I'm just now getting into it, uh, because there's another magazine that I, that's, I'm going to try to submit a poem to a month. It's, it's actually a blog. And uh-huh. so I thought, well, I better dig out those old poems. I've got a bunch of these poems that I haven't done anything with. So it's time to do something with them. And then one of these days I'll probably put them into a book, but right now I'm just working on them individually and sending, submitting them. So. So uh, I have a, a question. I may not have been paying attention at the beginning. We all know that you're blind, but did you mention that in the poem that you? Well, I thought it would be obvious by the ending when I said that she had right. the superhero better, have better eyes. Better but eyes, but you didn't yeah. say then I or. That's, that's the punch. That's yeah. what makes it so good, Abby, is yeah. that that yeah. it's not a wow-wow all the way through. You right. know, yeah. it, it, yes. you see this yeah. woman who's secretary by day and she wants to have these superpowers. And then that last line, you know. Yeah. Um, well, now, no, I yeah. wasn't the secretary. This woman, you know, the Wonder Woman, if you've ever seen the television series, she worked as a secretary. She was mm-hmm. like Clark Kent, you know, Superman. She had a, job, a day job, but then when there was a, a crisis, she could turn herself into Wonder Woman, get in her plane, and, and fly off and do what needed to be done. So she was the secretary, not me. <laughs> so. Well, and I have never read them, but. You know, this makes me think, um, long, long time ago, (laughs) when I was first trying to figure out how to make 
a living as a writer. Um, I remember a couple of blind people who were older than I telling me, and Mary, one of them was Oral Miller, telling me that there had been this series, um, I don't know if it was written by a blind guy or if it just had a blind character, but it was a detective series where the detective's name was Kendrick and um, he was blind. And, um, and, and I never read any of them, but I would like to at some point, but I think, you know, there's something to that, like, you know, like um, that, you know, we think, we think of Spider-Man and Batman and all these and Wonder Woman and all these people being these people who go in and put in another disguise and come out and have all these powers. But what, what about us? What about one of them being someone who doesn't see well? And I don't, this just really appeals to me, Abby. I just really like yeah, it. I, I, I yeah. Think I like that too. <laughs> And and quite frankly, the fact that she didn't come out and state it really added much more to the um, uh, to the to the work. Is that oh, she yeah. didn't say that? I, right. I like and that punch. It's the punch. It makes it so yeah, much. Yeah, it better. makes it much more powerful. Yeah, yeah. So so Abby, blow it up. Do more with it. Make a story. <laughs> take this wonder woman into the next level because um I'll, I'll be your reader yeah why why not us hey you know well what more what more could i add to it well um what you could add to it is um having a, a part of a poem like that you know that you're doing and, and saying you know hey uh, they portray all these super people, all the you know, Wonder Woman and all that stuff, you know, people that have, you know, good eyes and everything. And another thing is saying, you know, hey, why not have a super person, a super Hebrew hero that is blind? I mean, yeah, you know, hey, why not? So, you know, it, it, this this reminds me of another story that you shared with us here early on that I liked so much about the guy on the plane who doesn't see well. And the other person right. is looking over his shoulder, reading right. his, his screen. But I think, so I think you've got something there. I think if you, if, if you could take the idea, first of all, I love the poem. So send it around and see if you can get it published somewhere because it's really nice. Yeah. But yeah. if you take that idea and blow it up into a story of um, a, a person. Yeah, I, 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 I don't know. I mean, your imagination has to take you there and has to figure it out, like right. how to do it. Yeah. But, yeah. but I know that many, many years ago, when I was in a guide dog training center, I remember saying to somebody, you know, this would be a great setting for a murder mystery because you've got the guy who pretends he can't see anything and that he recognizes people by footsteps, but you know, he's 
full of crap and he's making that up. He really can see us coming down the hall. And then you have the guy who really can't see anybody, but who has this perfect pitch. And so he can identify voices better than anybody else. So, you know, you put all that together, you could, yeah. So yeah. put Wonder Woman yeah. in, hey, in another not? setting. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'll have to see what I can do with that. Right now, I'm not getting any ideas, but who knows? Something might come. Okay. <laughs> but as it stands, I love the poem. As it I stands. do, too. That's great. Yeah. yeah. So, okay, well, this, um, Marsha. Yeah, it's me. You are now, this, is, this, is, um, this is a little bit of a lighter bit. Um, and uh, it's, it goes like this. Just as a spoonful of sugar helps the medicine go down. A spoonful of humor helps a voice coach and teacher not be taken almost bodily to the funny farm. <laughs> an experience might be in order to give you an example of what I mean. Um, it was a very crisp autumn day. I first came onto the campus of a conservatory of music. I was asked to help with teaching and coaching potential graduate students for that conservatory's program. Little did I know what I was going to get into. I was given four students to work with. To say that my life was about to get the almighty whack was a gross understatement. <laughs> I had four of the most interesting students that ever graced the campus of that conservatory. There were two female students, one from Iran and one from Israel, to say that I got what I called my powder keg crew would do that name an injustice. I came into the classroom and smelled the unmistakable scent of blood. I thought I'd witnessed some crime or other. I found that my powder keg crew had been going at it while waiting for my, me to come from my office and grace the classroom with my presence. As they were going at it, I told them in my most booming voice, what is blood doing on my nice floor? I don't like <laughs> blood on my nice floor. This is <laughs> my floor. I then proceeded to find a bucket, mop, cleaning products, towels, and the like. I told them that they needed to clean my floor or their grades would suffer mightily. They cleaned the floor, though they did let me know about my parentage or lack thereof. <laughs> I just stood there and smiled while they scrubbed. After they got the floor as clean as my floor was ever going to get, I then proceeded to start class. <laughs> Another bit of humor was mine to listen to as one of my students who, as an undergraduate student, 
had come from a southern university. It sure showed. I asked him to sing the song. I had asked him to prepare. He opened his mouth and sang in his infernal southern twang. Oh, chase day, piagarmi. Oh, my goodness. Loosely translated, the Italian means, oh, cease being so cruel to me. Give me the space <clears throat> to end my life as I will die without your love. As the student was singing, I finally had had enough and yelled for him to stop saying, son, you are about to become a pain in my rear, my dear. He said <laughs> in that southern twang, well, I thought I was doing it right. At that moment, <laughs> I wanted to take him out where he would be hung for the cold-blooded murder of the Italian tongue. However, I settled down and worked with him on his Italian pronunciation. After the student left my classroom, I had to laugh myself silly. These are just a couple of examples of how one can get through the teaching of students when there are two of them who don't get along, to put it mildly, and one student who would make me wonder where in the name of God, where in God's name he learned his Italian. At the end of it all, they all went on to have good careers as opera singers. I was even able to help that powder keg crew learn to at least be civil to one another. In fact, when the two of them decided to stay in this country for good, I was to stand, asked to stand up with them as the two of them became naturalized citizens of this great country. That was the most wonderful experience of my life. <laughs> and that's where it ends. Well, Marsha, having taken voice lessons in college and sung that particular piece in question, I'm sorry, but I just had to laugh. It was, and I <laughs> the guy's diction singing those Italian. It was just, it was just hilarious. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> so how far are you into this program, Marsha? Tell us about it. Actually, um, I am, you know, each of the courses that I take are four weeks long. It's a year-long master's uh, program instead of the traditional two. So it's very accelerated. So I'm already coming into my third course of the 12 courses I will take. Um, and that will be um, character creation and development. Uh, what they do is they're doing an awful lot of writing for the for the media, for, you know, for film and stuff like this. You know, they they are very highly into the entertainment industry. I just commend you. I mean, I I think it's so cool that you're doing that. Um, <laughs> Thank you. 
It's inspiring. I mean, it makes me think about wanting to do something too. Yeah, I sent it to my professor and she said she had to get a good laugh out of it. <laughs> so, Alan, you're not saying very much. You got anything to... He's smirking. Well, uh, I, I was trying oh. to dust off my southern twang so I could speak Italian yes. right. <laughs> oh, God! No, not you too. Oh, please. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy not you too ah. yeah. you're not supposed to call me deborah when i'm lurking now come on so, uh, yeah well you know i know nah, gonna... come on yourself alan that <laughs> couldn't help but put you on the that's okay well i think we need to be nice to alan he might not want to host you next month if you keep picking on him then you're gonna be next <laughs> Well, I can take it. I've, I've got older brothers. I've been picked on all my life, so I'm used to it. So. <laughs> oh, you poor thing. Oh, I, know. <laughs> I know how you feel, Alan. Yeah. The first four years of my yeah. elementary school education, I was in a class with all boys, and those boys were not very oh, nice. So yeah. You and I are kindred spirits in a way. We've been yeah. through the same old thing here. Yeah. So, yeah. join the club. Yeah, so, I, I have a brother that's four years older, and he's aggravated me all of his life, and he still aggravates oh, me. No. So, yeah, it's oh, a, no. Oh, <laughs> no. But, but it's, it's all in good fun. So, yeah, I mean, he's, yeah. he's a lot of fun. So, yeah. So. so, we've heard three pieces of magnificent writing, and um, I want to know if anybody else. Sally, do you have something you might like want to kick in? Um, I don't have anything written down, but I I think I can remember something. Um, it's a poem called Running Free. A not uncommon practice, two souls amble by the water's edge, leaving prints in cool, wet sand and relishing their time before them. Warmed but not burned by the rising sun, these two old friends find joy in one another's company, as seagulls shriek and dive. Tossing driftwood high into the salty air, the man laughs as his dog takes chase. Unencumbered by wheelchairs and service dog vests, they race along eternity shore. That's about my husband and his service dog. Oh, that's a beautiful picture. That's yeah. Yes, definitely. Love it. Now, the the real thing is, my husband's probably looking for a nearby Starbucks on that beach, and his dog is saying, is there a burger stand anywhere around here? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't eat. I, I, don't, uh, I, I know, eat. I know yeah. how that goes. <laughs> yeah, really. <laughs> yeah. So, thank you, Sally, for that, and I... I, I'm going to embarrass Sally again and tell you all that I told her when she first logged in that everything she writes that I see, I think it's so beautiful. And um, Thank you. And I'm, I'm, a, I'm a fan of Sally. <laughs> so, <laughs> but I'm in a small, I'm in a small critique group in another writer's group. And mm-hmm. for the year after my husband died, um, all the poem, most of the poems I wrote were about him, 
And Deanna, who many of you know, said, um, Mm -hmm. you know, what would you have written about if your husband hadn't died? We were just joking around. And I said, well, I guess this is the time to tell you that I was never married. I don't have a husband. (laughs) 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 But, 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 you know, but I I did, and um, he did have a dog, and that's a nice, that's how I like to think of them. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so. Um, okay, so. Hey, okay, so. Um, is there any? Well, first of all, I, I had Sally read her poem, and then I just like jumped in right over her. So does anybody <laughs> want to say anything about surprise? I, I th- was there another gentleman on the call besides Alan? Well, no. we had Andrew. We had a guy named Andrew, but he bailed early oh. on. Oh, oh, we did. Yeah, oh. yeah. Oh, okay. How come? We don't, we don't know. know. <laughs> I spoke up to him and said, Andrew, are you the guy who sent the story that we talked about two months ago? And then he went away. And Alan said, there's a guy who has a similar name who's been in a lot of accessible world podcasts, uh, e-meetings that has left as soon as someone talks to him. So no, it, it's it's uh, not the similar name. It's the same guy. So I mean, yeah. So it's the same and, and, guy. And, and, and Bob, you know, <laughs> the other night, bless his heart, you know, I was calling on different people in a book meeting, and I said Andrew Zeman, and Bob Bob just kind of groaned because Bob Bob really doesn't like him because he uh, he's oh, had no. some issues with him before. So yeah, so. I, oh, I don't know. You know, I think he. I think he just shows up and likes to listen. Maybe I, I don't know. But uh, well, that could be, uh, and I don't see why he yeah. couldn't just. You know, if he wants to listen, I don't think. But, you know, some people just aren't comfortable. Do you guys right, remember, yeah. like a couple months ago, we had there was a guy named Andrew, but I don't. I didn't remember his whole name, and he right. sent us a story, and I read his story, and it was a mystery. And his name was Andrew, but I don't know if this is the same guy. But anyway, yeah, and I don't mind. You know, I, I sure don't mind him coming to the book groups and listening and stuff. That's that's fine. So yeah, uh, but uh, he, he, I don't know. He he apparently bailed when uh, we tried to get him to speak tonight. On him. So, he, like, he might yeah, be just yeah. extremely shy. Could be. Maybe, yeah, you know, could be. Yeah. yeah. Maybe he's hard of hearing because we've got a gal Patricia Hubschman in our writers retreat group and. And she has, uh, she's hard of hearing. She's got a cochlear implant. She did actually speak at a writer's, uh, one of Patty Fletcher's uh, writing events. So we got together and talked about our writing and she actually spoke, but she's very self-conscious about her speech. And so she won't speak. She'll come, if she comes at all, she'll just lurk. So, yeah. you know, some people are just very self-conscious about that sort of thing. So right. as long as he's I not creating to- a disturbance, I wouldn't worry about him. No, I I used to be shy a long time ago, but you you can get past it. So yeah. Well, you can, yeah, yeah. Alan. Yeah. You are proof. Okay, because you are not shy anymore. Okay, uh, so um, so the 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 next um, 
If we stick to the schedule of the second Saturday, I think the next writer's retreat would be, would be December the, 12th. Let's see. Yeah, December 12th. That's right. Yeah. December 12th. Okay. December 12th. Okay. Same so time, I'm, same. I'm, I'm fine with staying with that if everyone else is. That's fine with me. Oh, yeah. That works fine. for me. Okay. okay. And and I want everybody to bring uh, cookies and eggnog. <laughs> and okay. I'll get some chocolate chip cookie dough my next order, oh, man. Because I am not a baker. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, um, but you know that said, I like I. I've been what the? Hello. Sorry, <laughs> I, I have my 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 earbuds plugged into the computer, and I was going to make note of okay. the date on my Braille and speak. So I'm sorry. Oh, okay. Sorry. <laughs> so no, I'm not Mary, going to. I, I, I just think that's so cool that you. I'll have a Braille and Oh, I works. know when I'm ancient. <laughs> no, you're not ancient. I think it's cool. I mean, I think that's probably the last Braille and Speak that's functioning in the planet. No, but anyway. I should form a club. Maybe I'll form a club. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> of BNS, BNS um, fogies. <laughs> mm-hmm. We, yeah. Refused. Oh, it would make Dean Blaze happy. Uh huh. So, okay. So, December 12th is our next meeting. And um, I just want to say that I think the more reading, the better. So, if, if those of you who were too shy this time don't have something, if you can have something next time, that would be great. Yeah, okay. 8.55 p.m. Do you want me to get one of my old tax memos I used to write and, and read that? Oh, people? God. No, no, Alan. <laughs> Alan, we want you to come out with us, but don't Give us any tax crap because none of okay. us. Okay. Oh well. I, I thought you might want to be oh, put God. to sleep. I, I can won't do even that think in about that. Time oh, to take you care are of that bad, you know Alan. Oh, your mother. <laughs> yeah. Well, I've got a question. Wait. So I said we would talk about this at the end. Let's talk about what each of us are doing on Thanksgiving. Well, yeah. you don't want to hear my pathetic plans again. Yes, I do. <laughs> I thought your food sounded pretty good. good. Yeah, yeah. You made the cho- you made the choice. It wasn't forced on you. Yeah, no, so it wasn't forced on me. I made the choice. But people, I'm just thinking people are you know think, oh, that sounds so pathetic. Frozen turkey and mashed potatoes and green beans and and stovetop stuffing and canned cranberry sauce. Well, I don't want to cook. You know, but just for me, I'm not gonna. Yeah. Well, to I don't me, know how cooking. to cook a turkey. You know, that's the problem. So, I mean, I could get a one that's like from Albertsons. I think they have, you know, um, they're already cookies put them in the oven, but I still have to carve it. And I'm not too good at that either. Yeah. So, but get it that's yeah. already cooked and sliced. I just put it in the oven for about, you know, an hour or so and it's ready to go. There you so, go. Yeah, yeah. Why not? The food sounds, food sounds fine. It's just when you use well, that Alan, voice to if you're describe, in the neighborhood, yeah. there'll be plenty because that turkey and mashed potatoes <laughs> makes for at least three servings 
and the stovetop stuffing will be at least that much in cranberry sauce, two or three servings. So come on over if you want. Well, if, or it, if you can apparate or whatever, or get into your, get, find a Wonder Woman to fly you over, whatever. You're welcome. <laughs> I, I, I want to tell you to remember that voice, Abby, if you ever need to play a character that sounds like she's really whining and bad about, about stuff, use that. That voice you used to describe what you're eating, that'll work great. So uh, (laughs) the mashed potatoes and this frozen turkey. (laughs) I can't do it as good as you did. Well, I don't know, Alan. You got a pretty good you got a pretty good twang, southern twang there. I don't have any southern accent. If you can murder an Italian art song. You can I imitate no a whiny person. I do not know what you're talking about. No southern accent at all. So yeah. So I mean, I'd be wanting to take you out and murder you for the cold blooded murder of the Italian tongue, Alan. Yeah, I understand. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> <laughs> Who wants to go next? Deborah, you go. Uh, <laughs> well, okay. Hey, why so- don't you go? Oh, go ahead. Okay, Jane. I'll go. Well, I'm going. So, I mean, so my Thanksgiving thing is my, I have one daughter. I'm in Cincinnati right now, and I have one child of my three who lives in Cincinnati. And so she um, wants me to come over there, and I'm going to do that. And I, I was prepared to be by myself, so... Um, but she wants me to come there. And so her husband is going to make the turkey and I'm going to make all the side dishes. So that's what we're doing. Um, but. Wow, Deborah, that's uh, a lot of work. Yeah. What time is your dinner? I, we don't have, well, I'm, she's picking me up Wednesday afternoon after physical therapy and I'm going to. Night with them because they live pretty oh. far from me. They're about a, oh, they're about yeah, a, that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. So, this and that said, me. you know, I said, I said to her, if you change your mind and you want to have other people over, have them over, and know that I won't, you know, you won't be there. I, I, won't, I yeah. won't mind, and I won't be there. So. But so far, it's just me. So that's what's happening. Can you hear oh, me? I think that'll be nice. Yes. Yes. This is Darian. Hi. Hi. I'm back. My my family dinner is over, so I'm off mute again. And um, I wanted to add, add something about Abby's poem and the idea of adding to it. And I had a thought. And that was that, um, could you have Wonder Woman solve a crime in the form of a poem? And like, think about the way John Dashney used to write his, um, oh, his ditties, you know what I mean? Um, And kind of the rhythm of what you read was already kind of like that. And um, so what if you were to have her solve a crime in a fo- poem format? That's an just idea. A thought, just a thought. 
And my Thanksgiving, you're welcome. My Thanksgiving will be with family. I am fortunate to have a close inner circle family during COVID. And um, sometimes it still feels pretty lonely because I'm a widow and um, I'm by myself, even though I'm with my family. But um, I'm so fortunate to have them. And I have two granddaughters. Um, And next time I might read, I am participating in a gratitude community book writing project. And Deborah, you might have been on a call that I shared something on. I'm not sure, but um, it's coming out in time for Christmas and it's going to be on Amazon and it's a community book of gratitude. So I have written a piece about um, my husband, John Fleming, who was the skydiver and um, which is going to be in the book on my birthday. And because there's it's 365 days of gratitude. And um, then I wrote I wrote one about my son and I wrote one about White King Day because I thought it would be a really cool way to talk about that in a venue that you wouldn't expect to see it in. And maybe a few people will read it um, about what White Cane Day means. So that's showing up in the book on October 15th. So um, if, if you can read just about anything you've written and it can have been published, somewhere and you can still read it on here oh yes okay so I might have something to read then sounds good good. so I guess I'm thankful that I got to be entered in a gratitude book even though I had to pay for it (laughs) gratitude for gratitude (laughs) right I'm done (laughs) Um, I'm not hearing Deborah. Deborah, you still here I am there she is. Yeah. Okay. 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 Um, Everything all right? Um, this yeah. is Sally. Um, can you I live in a retirement. Yeah. yeah, we can hear you. Yeah. And Sally. Um, this is Sally. I live in a retirement community. And um, we are completely locked down on Thanksgiving because oh. COVID is in Pennsylvania is so high. They're not letting anybody in or out. Even though I'm in independent living and can come and go, nobody Mm -hmm. does that day. Um, I've also been a vegetarian for 35 years. So um, I'm making a chickpea, spinach, and potato curry in my crock pot. Yeah. Yeah. And um, I love fruitcake, unlike most people. Um, So I'm taking a fruitcake out of my freezer so that can defrost. And I'm just hanging out with my cat and reading something good. That's, That's good. Idea. And I, good you know, idea. and I'm, 
And I'm glad that it's not this time last year, because that was my first Thanksgiving without my husband. And I've reached the point that, you know, I can think of him now and laugh a lot more. Um, So that's better than it was last year. Hey, Sally, this is is Arian. Are you you calling into the ACB community widow call? No, I didn't know. At all? Oh, it's on when... I've been going to it because um, I lost my husband four years ago, and um, it's every Wednesday at 11 a.m. Pacific time. So I think that would be 2 p.m. Eastern time. I didn't know that. So, Could you send yeah. the information to um, Deborah and or put it on the list somehow so I can get I'll the information? I'll try. Okay. I will try, yes. Um, if you subscribe to the ACB community call list, no, it's on. Oh, okay. I will try. Okay, I, if I can, I'll, I'll, if, I'll see what I can come up with too. Okay, um, yeah. So, um, it would be really kind of cool. What we do is we kind of talk, introduce ourselves, and then if somebody has a topic that they want to talk about, um. We try to make time for that at the okay. end of the call. So okay, thank you. That's a good. That's some good information. Uh huh. Alan was going to talk about his Thanksgiving. Well, I'm going to. I'm going over to my brother's uh, uh, Thanksgiving evening and. I'm not taking anything, but I plan on sampling everything. So I'm not sure. (laughs) (laughs) I like your plan. I like your plan. I I think we're having all the conventional, the conventional stuff, probably turkey and dressing and stuff. And who knows? Maybe you could just walk in with some tup, like an empty piece of Tupperware, and at you know at the end pick it up and say, "I hope everybody liked what I bought." (laughs) This is my your to go box. You can bring your own to go box. They always feed feed us well and send us home with food. So yeah, it's uh, I've got no complaints. So I will, mm-hmm. if anything, I need to uh, just use moderation and not eat too much. So we'll see how that goes. Oh, good luck with that. <laughs> yeah, not good really. luck with that. Yeah, yeah. Well, so I want to just say thank you to everyone for being here, and uh, thank you to Ellen for lurking. You are a good lurker. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. So, um, so, um, unless anybody has a reason to say we don't want to do it, we'll be here on the second Saturday in December, which I think okay. is okay. Okay. To me, yeah. I'll put it on my me, calendar now. So I don't forget. I'll be. I'll be Good coming night. up for air after getting all my assignments done. Good night. That's one of the Good things. Y'all, thank y'all for letting me care, crash the party. Yeah. Stay well Good and stay th- happy Thanksgiving.
I'm about one hour into this book and I really like it, period. Thanks for the recommendation, exclamation mark. Zoom meeting. Zoom meeting. Lunch meeting. Zoom meeting. Zoom Zoom meeting. SW Rivers Recreate Newsline. Writers retweet me third Saturday, 11 slash 21 slash 20 at 8 p.m. Eastern message HTML.